Pump MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxxis Tires, Renthal, Motosport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. With your continuing gracious support of our sponsors, we're thriving at over 1,800 podcasts delivered with over 20 million downloads. Click the Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original moto podcast featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews, race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's the voice bringing it all to you, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by Renthal, Maxis, Cobalinks, and Motorsport.com. Uh, we appreciate the, those sponsors coming on board. We appreciate you people listening. This is a post Paris Supercross wrap up podcast from the Renaissance Hotel in Paris. The uh, 450 main event wrapped up uh, maybe two and a half hours ago. And uh, with me to talk about the race and more from Vital MX, the Lewis Phillips. Good day, mate. Hello. How are you? Uh, we're good. So, do you want to talk about a couple things that really sh- sh- shone, shined, shined? Um, Sean? Michael Antonovich never breaking stride by by us. We were at the pizza truck getting a, a slice of pizza. Yep. And Anton, who we know and we like, yep. He never, would normally stop to say hello. Would normally stop to say hello. Was beelining to the burger truck like he was Carl Lewis in '84, or Usain Bolt? Yep, which is more relevant. Yeah, yeah, and I mean nothing was going to stop Anton from that burger. Yeah, and you said, "Hey, buddy, there's pizza here," and he basically went, "I don't care." Kept Stick going. Stick your pizza. Yeah, I'm heading in this direction. Yeah, and then he told us about how he looks forward to that burger every year. And this isn't a five star burger establishment beneath the Eiffel Tower. This is a greasy van that drives to the entrance of the hotel. It's basically a gypsies. It's basically yes. run by gypsies. Like, and he he said he loves his burger. Now, not to get too deep on culture, uh-huh. we have those all over Europe. And the races I've been at in America, your food trucks are different style, I feel. So maybe that's it. Maybe there's a... I'm not, a food, I'm not a food truck guy. I'm not. I'm no, not experienced in food either. trucks, so I don't know. But and then, so that was something to watch Anton bolt by us, and then also in a five minute speech declare his love of that burger truck and why he went there and everything. Um, that was something. And then also afterwards, we ran into Colin Park. He had a burger, and then he was also at the pizza truck. Colin was going for both. Yeah, these um these food vans are big news, but yeah. not not big enough news because one of the organizers just wanted you to eat and eat. And yes, eat and yes. Eat. Uh, Xavier, who the one of, is the promoter of this race, got the two trucks. Was not happy with nobody. He has to guarantee the trucks a minimum amount of of money to show up, and there wasn't many people there eating. Yesterday there was. Yep. Tonight there wasn't, and then he told me to keep eating. Go and keep eat, and I'm like, uh, can I just? I just had pizza, and I'm kind of full, but no, I had to go back and eat. So. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't approach anyone else with no. that proposition. No, it was no, just solely aimed at you. Very much directed. One at me. One man, one yeah. challenge. Right. So yeah, I, I, but I just stuck with two slices of pizza. That I, I, I held strong. So uh, yeah, the Anton thing will burn with me for a while for Paris uh, 23, um, 40th year of this race, and I gotta say. Uh, the arena was packed both nights. Racing was really good. We'll get into. They were a bit muted, though. The crowd was muted, and I think I I worked it out today. In between the pit races and the trials de- demonstration and the sixties and the uh, handlebar race, handlebar race, which well, we I need to get into. I love the handlebar race. Uh, I thought about it, and I'm like, you know what? Yes, Tom Vial was here, but in the 450 class, there was no top French rider. Dylan Ferrandez, Marvin Muskan has been that for many years, right? And DV, of course, before there. 
And, and I think that was a little bit of it. I think the crowd was a little like they didn't have their own guy to cheer for. Yeah, it's one of those things where you look at the entry list and you go, Roxon, the Lawrences, this is great. But if you go back through history, I bet that we've had a top Frenchman for the last many, many years. I can't think of a year now that you mention it when we didn't have a top Frenchman. So that is a big deal. Yeah. It would actually be interesting to talk to Eric and see if they try to tempt Marvin. Or... Yeah, they did. Okay. They wanted too much money, I heard. Oh. Um, so they did try to get him out. Um, and then, other than that, Dylan was switching teams, so that wasn't really going to happen. They were loud for Roxon. Hmm? They were loud for Kenny. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't think during the night of racing they were very loud. Like, I've been to this race so many times, and I felt like the crowd was so into it. And this year, I felt like they were like, eh. Like, I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, they, I almost felt like maybe the design of the stadium had changed. And the sound was being funneled somewhere else. Yeah. Like, away know. from us. Because right. it was weird like even at times they would ask for crowd participation Mm -hmm. and it would just be silent like yeah there wasn't really i can't think of one moment where the crowd erupted other than maybe introducing kenny in opening ceremonies kenny got the biggest cheer by far yeah bigger than vial yep and uh and the crowd was into that i did um is the 40th year of of paris and at some point in the 30th or 40th playing of jump by van halen which I'm fine with, and you even know it, yep. which was amazing. We were wondering, like, okay, do they just have Thunderstruck and Jump? Like, what is going on here? And it turns out, the, the announcer told us, told, told, and we, he told Kenny, who really didn't care, <laughs> but told Kenny that this Jump song was the first song played in 1984 when the first Paris Supercross happened, and so they were bringing it back. And boy, did they bring it back. They really brought back Jump. Yeah, I do think they only had two tracks all day. Mm-hmm. And then we went into our own little music history lesson. Turns out that Jump was released uh, a couple of months before... The opening of the first... Yeah. The ever first Paris And then race. you shocked my... Shocked, you rocked my world by telling me that the first Paris Supercross was in March. Yeah. Which yeah, I, March. I honestly had no idea yeah. about. It was in March and then there was one in the fall. Yeah, it was. it was weird back then. But it was in the middle of the AMA Supercross Series, and Team Honda was just like, yeah, cool, man. Johnny O, David Bailey, go to France. See you next how, week. Do we know how long that went on for? Can't have been long. What do you mean? Well, like, when they ditched the mid-season Oh, Paris. it was just that one year. I believe oh, okay. it was just the first okay. year, and then they went back to the fall. Okay. So, but, um, so we heard a lot of jump. We heard a lot of Thunderstruck all I, weekend long. I feel like I didn't hear Thunderstruck much. Are you serious? I feel like I heard jump double the amount of times as Thunderstruck. They just played the guitar riff of Thunderstruck. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't play the th- yeah, song. Yeah, no, that's true, that's true. Just that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that. Over and over and over. And it, even on the 100th play of Jump, yeah. you still loved it just as I much did. as the first. Oh, I did. <laughs> I did. You Guilty as charged. Uh, what about the opening ceremonies? A little lackadaisical for Paris? A little like under the, the radar of what they normally do? Yeah, we usually have... Well, we haven't had pom-pom girls for a while. Yeah, pom-pom. But typically, yeah. Paris opening ceremonies is 45 minutes. Yeah. It's a long process. Yeah. This was just really the quickest and shortest it could be. And I don't know why. Yeah, like, they had a kid who was a 65 champion dreaming of Paris Supercross. Look like it. I, f- I found the kid video creepy. Oh. Like, we have a close-up of a kid in bed... <laughs> and then he's just staring. Like it was probably creepy because we couldn't understand him as well. No, I didn't think it was creepy at okay, all. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll die on this hill alone. <laughs> um, he was staring into the camera, then he was getting into bed, and we were all just watching this kid who well, we don't know. Yeah, I, I think the gist was the sixty-five. Cha- they had his name on a title. And he was a yeah. sixty-five champion, and then yeah, he dreamt of Bercy, dreamt of Paris. They had black and white videos, old videos, and then they showed the riders that were here today, and. He was dreaming of them or, so, or dreaming of being them. Because remember, he was playing with a Barsha or a Roxa yep. toy. He had a Barsha uh, bike up there. Of course, Barsha never showed, but this, yeah. this was filmed a long time ago. I don't know. Just felt kind of muted. I noticed that in that video, um, and I was going to raise this to you, but it was so loud. Um, beside the kid's bed, he had a photo of a rider, number 15, on a Yamaha. But it wasn't Timmy. No. Yes, I don't know who that was. But it was almost... A Timmy tribute, I, I felt. And I, I was waiting I mean, for you to raise it. Timmy never raced this race once. But his impact was felt but his around impact the world. Was maybe, yeah, maybe deep. 
Little yeah. French kid. Right. That's all yeah. he wants. Yeah. Um, okay, enough about that. Uh, what else? Um, yeah, so that was a general vibe of, of Paris this year. Burger trucks, muted opening ceremonies, no French guy for people to freak out on. And But we did see some good racing. Like, we had a chaotic Sunday today. Yesterday kind of played to form a little bit. Uh, Jet goes one one one, and I think Jet's most impressive race of the weekend was the one he fell in, and then somehow picked his bike up and made up three seconds on Kenny in two laps, and then passed Kenny to yes. win. Like, I'm like, what? Like, that was incredible. I don't know if Kenny. I was watching Jet mostly there, so I don't know if Kenny made a mistake, but I don't think he really did. I think Jet was just pushing and caught him that easy. Jet was phenomenal in the sand. And that might have been Jet's best race of the weekend. Today, he didn't get starts. Uh, he got a little fortunate in the last one to win. Kenny fell. Otherwise, I think Kenny would have won that one. Kenny won the second one. Hunter won the first one. Jet won the third one. Overall, king of Paris, of course, because he won four of the six main events. But today, Lewis was more exciting. Yeah, I think, um, to your point, I think that Jet's most impressive ride was the second moto today. He oh. didn't win. The okay. one that Hunter won. Was yep. that the first or the second? No, first. Hunter won the okay. first one. First one, then. Um, Jet started seventh on a fairly easy track. Not much you can do to make a difference. And he very nearly won, coming from quite a way behind. So that shocked me that he could make that sort of progress. Because I think he was stuck behind Webb for a while. And that allowed Hunter and yeah, Kenny, Kenny to gap him. And I was like, well, it's over. Yeah, Webb showed some fight there. Webb like, held him off a couple times. Right? Yeah, I didn't... I In didn't the rhythm get... before the sand, Webb was drifting to the inside and cutting his line off a little bit. You could definitely tell that Webb... At oh, some point today, Webb had had enough. And was yeah. like, I'm just going to fight. Like, yeah. I need to yeah. do something here. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to speak to him. Because I'm not oh. the... As we found okay. out yesterday, yeah. I'm not the premier journalist no. in the sport. No, you're not. Because that title was handed out elsewhere. I did an interview with a French journalist, nice guy, and uh, he name? said... Huh? Do, we have a, do we have a name? No, 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 nice guy. And he said I was the premier journalist in America. Well done. Thank you. Um, so you didn't talk to Webb, but Pulp MX did. Yes. Um, and and uh, he changed his shock a little bit to help out, not much. And then he also changed a bit of a starting technique. He said his starts were terrible yesterday, which they were. And today he said he watched Aranda. I don't know why he said Aranda. But he watched the Aranda-Conda, and he said he, like, popped over the little gate. that The, the, the gate is a little, like, a bar, the triangle bar yeah. that holds the gate. And he said they were, like, popping over that with the front end, and he was hitting it. And it was hanging up enough that that was the reason his starts weren't good. So he figured it out today. I, I would have said that he made changes to either the bike or start technique before the second main event today. He said it was... Yeah, well, he did said today. Okay, because I yeah, feel like the last right. two main events today, uh, Sunday, yep. were far and away there was a clear improvement there. Because let's be honest, before main event two today, um, Webb was almost irrelevant. Which is weird because in practice yesterday, day one, he was on fire. And it looked like he... He was, had the best time until late in the session. Yeah, which is not Webb's MO. Right. So then you think Webb's great in practice. That's going to lead into something great in the races, but it just never so did. So you don't think Jet's race where he fell, got up, had four laps to make up three seconds on Kenny, and then passed Kenny and kind of gapped him? Wasn't the most impressive race for Jet? No, because... I feel like Kenny was better today as well. Like I feel like everyone else up to their level today. So for Jet to perform exceptionally again today yeah. in difficult circumstances, bad start, etc., mm -hmm. etc. Et that stood out to me. Because I just didn't... I wrote him off exit in the first corner. Mentally, I was like, okay, yeah. he's not winning this. Okay. Then I kind of believed it was going to happen. Then he got stuck behind Webb for a while. So I was like, okay, again, this is done. Yeah. And it very, very nearly happened. I think he made a bit of a run at Hunter at the end of the whoops which kind of alerted Hunter to the fact that he was there. Yeah. If he'd played it smarter there and tucked him behind Hunter, I think he Maybe would have he been able to do the move. same thing. Yeah. Yes. Which he passed Hunter last lap, last corner, yesterday, to, to steal yeah. the win. And yeah. I was, we both spoke to Hunter. Um, I was surprised. Hunter said that he knew Jet was there because, again, the corner after yeah. the whoops, he saw Jet, but he just didn't really consider the fact that Jet would try something in the last turn, Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you th did, do you think staying on Jet here because he was he did he was? Does this mean anything for Anaheim? 
I think it does. I honestly think it does. Yeah. Like, I clarified with Jet, obviously LA was a Supercross 90% of the way. Sure. So I said to him, do you think this is your first Supercross on a 450? Or did that happen in LA? Or does that not happen until Anaheim won? Mm-hmm. And he said, no, mentally, this is my first Supercross on a 450. So as soon as he said that, in my mind, I was like, okay. Yeah. I'm going to test he, him. He here. was good. He was good. He just... The sand, as you said, yeah. incredible. Yeah. Um, the rhythm exiting the first turn, carrying so much more momentum through the middle of the section. Yeah. Uh, the best guy in the whoops, I think. Mm, yeah. I yeah. think you could make a case that at some points him and Kenny were yeah. equal. Yeah. But I think overall Jet was better in the whoops. Yeah. I would, I would agree with you. Also, um, I, I, I tweeted this too. After the sand, there was a double if you went outside or a single single. And an inside on the rhythm, yeah. And Jet was going like he he would. I think he would wheelie, or he would barely clear that first one, and then and suck up to the rear wheel of the guy in front of him, like just in that flat section. Yeah. He would just gas it enough to like no coasting. You know what I mean? Like no coasting. Like just it was phenomenal. I thought he made up a bunch of time on that little tiny ten foot section of flat ground. You yeah, know? I would love to have. Um, we only had two sectors here. But I would love to have a sector from oh, the start of the sand. If there's someone who loves yep. sector times, yep. it's you. Who can figure it? That was the time the Deegan Army came after me. Yeah. My induction <laughs> into that fan club. Um, if I could have a sector on the entrance to the sand to the start of the first turn, I think that you'd be surprised how much time Jet was making up there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But even... Oh, it's hard to keep track of which race is which here because we do there's so much. Yeah. We do so much, but at the same time do so little. In the sense of, like, there's a lot of downtime. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. but still, um, it feels like a packed program. But I think it was that race that I was talking about where Jet came from behind. He was taking seven-tenths a lap out of those guys. Yeah. A second a lap out of Webb for a couple of laps in a row. Like, Yeah, you just... 41-second lap times, 39-second lap times. You just... Yeah. The funny... Well, not the funny thing, but the amazing thing is, at no point did it look like he was trying. Yeah. I felt like all of the time it looked like yeah. he was in control. Yeah. It looked like... He had the confidence that he knew he had it in hand. I do feel like the last main event... Did he whole shot the last main event? Or was that... Am I no. thinking of the second main event? No, he didn't. No, because yeah. Kenny was leading. Yeah, right. Kenny, yeah. I felt like in the last main event today, Jet had more urgency immediately because he knew that he got stuck behind Webb, etc., yeah. etc. So I felt then I saw a bit of... I need to get moving quickly because I don't want to let those guys get away. I'll tell you what. Uh, I thought we were in for a triple mo- main sweep again today that's how good he was yesterday i was like this dude is gonna win all three races today and and he didn't get the starts and we had good racing but that's how easy it looked yesterday and i was like oh boy he's gonna sweep him today yeah I so th- the fact that we saw some good racing it was good yeah under yeah. under overlooked and underrated is the fact that before the last main event he hadn't won anything today. Yeah. Uh, Aranda got Super Bowl. Questionable. <laughs> Questionable timing. <laughs> um, Hunter got one. Kenny got one. Yeah. And for a second, in the last main event, as you said, Kenny looked like he was going to yeah, win. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny if, if Kenny doesn't fall, he wins no. that. Yeah. And then I was like, well, Jet will go winless on day two. Yeah. But then still the story will be Jet is amazing. Yeah. Even though he didn't get a win. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was kind of weird for a moment there. And then Kenny just... Uh, let's talk about Roxanne a little bit. So, yeah, he admitted he rode like garbage last night. Um, and then today he comes out, he made some, some changes, but not very much. He said, and then he, he won the second one, should have won the third one. And like, you know, I hate to be like a Kenny super fan, but like he just, he surprises, right? Like he was off yesterday. It wasn't good. He was okay. I mean, you know, we would love to be off and be a top three guy, but that's where Kenny is. Jet had him handled. And then the dude just rose to the occasion today, and like he did end up crashing three times on the weekend. And as he told me in my exclusive with Pulp MX after the race, that he don't he doesn't think he crashed three times in any race ever over a weekend. So okay, there was that. Did he tell you about his GP fuel? Yes. Damn it. Told me about the fuel. Okay. Yes, he had the the MXDN fuel in his bike and didn't like it. They had to get new fuel. Yeah, you can't do Supercross with GP fuel. That, that really? Is a, yeah, you, uh, I mean, yeah, I, no, I that, understand it's got less, um, probably less hit, right? Yeah, less. No, like that is a, a genuine thing. You can't just put GP fuel in, Amer- in, a, in an American bike and go riding and it be normal. Well, you can because 
at this nations they did. No, but I feel like it does take some sort of testing and whatnot. Okay. But he did at this nations. He ran that fuel yes. on that bike and he won I a I realize that yeah. that contradicts what I okay. just said. Okay. All right. Maybe Supercross, though. Maybe yeah. in Supercross. Anyways, um, he told me all that exclusive as well. Um, we basically got the same interview, so roll the dice and pick a place to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of chase info after I hit stop. Oh. Oh, yeah. A lot of chase info. Is it good? Oh, that is uh, good. I'm going to listen to the Pablo Max show, sir. Anyways. Honestly, though, back to back to Roxon. I I'm impressed that he should have won the third one. He won the second one, and he figured it out. And like he was okay. Did Jet win? It's all a blur. Did yes. Jet win yesterday's mains by as much as Kenny was leading his third race by, and by as much as Kenny won the second race by? Was Jets wins ever that many seconds? I don't believe they were. No, I don't think it was either. So, like, my point being, if you want to talk about the gaps, Kenny was able to pull out five seconds in one race and six and something seconds in another one before he crashed. Yes. Which Jet could never do. Now, you can make a case Jet was buried in traffic, and and that's fine. But bottom line is Kenny was the only guy that could pull that far out from everybody. Does that count for anything? Yes, and I okay, I get what you're getting at, so I'll throw it back to you in the form of a question. So Jet was amazing this weekend. Does Kenny leave here? Kenny's going to go back to um, the sandbox, dial in with Chase, report back on the weekend. Will Kenny be like, I had Jet. When I was good, it was fine. Nothing to worry about. Or does Kenny go back and go, yeah, Jet's really good. He's really good here. We yeah, need to work on this. I mean... On the record stuff that I got from him, I think he says, uh, yeah, Jet's really good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so as well. But yeah. then I do think there's this quiet confidence of... Sure. Like he said to me, he was very vocal about how essentially shit his weekend was. Yeah. But he said to me, like, I'm not overthinking it. Um, I know there's nothing to worry about. I know how good I am. I showed it at points. Yeah. So I leave here. I forget this happened. And yeah. I'm really happy with where I'm at at the moment. So come Anaheim one, no stress. Right. Yeah, so, I I, I kind of got the same thing, honestly. So, yeah. but, Roll um, the dice. <laughs> but, but yeah, like I th- I think his weekend was better than either he's publicly admitting or he even privately thinks. That's all. Uh, yes, but biggest concern is I have never seen Ken Roxon look so untidy across two yeah. days of racing. Well, okay, so is some of that because he's getting pushed to a level he doesn't want to go? Almost, I think, personally, that it was a case of he was so desperate to slay the dragon, mm-hmm. that is Jet, yeah. that when he would get out front yesterday, maybe he was so keen to get a gap that he pushed a little bit too hard. Because like, you just saw him drag a foot here, yeah. dab a foot there. Oh, crash three times. Hang up there. Yeah, yeah, like it yeah. just, But even when he wasn't crashing, yeah, like, yeah. almost it's the non-crashes that stuck out in my mind. Because yeah. Kenny is so picture perfect. Yeah. You don't see him drag a foot. Um, dab a toe, whatever. He was really good in the sand too, just like Jet. Yeah, they were both really good in the sand. Yeah, um, but I would give the edge. Yeah, to I Jet. would too. But yeah. Kenny was really good in it. Um, I thought Cooper wasn't very good in it. Cooper buried it a lot. He got his feet came off, and he told me afterwards in my exclusive that um, he needed longer legs in the sand, which I couldn't. <laughs> that really, checks yeah. out, right? That checks out. Uh, he also said uh, in my exclusive that Phil was very angry with his riding, so that also checks, checks out. out yeah. Checks out as well. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. So I did hear a rumor um, that Kenny maybe. And I don't know if it was true. I think it was serious. Maybe not. Maybe I should have confirmed it. They're going to put electric start on his bike. Really? Yeah. So we'll wait and see. Because he had trouble starting it after his falls. Yeah. Especially he, after his second one. He stalled it in opening ceremonies as well. Oh, he did? Yeah. I don't think I saw that. Again, I feel like I yeah. saw him stall it or struggle to start it more yeah. this weekend than yeah. ever. Yeah. So I think the person was serious. They're going to show up with electric start. But you didn't ask him... Directly. I did not. I should have. Yes. Maybe my exclusive, I'll text him. Maybe, or maybe I should have tried to ask that, even though I had no prior knowledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Throw the dart. <laughs> yeah, it's just like... Um, so, yeah. So, that was... That's Kenny. That's Jet. Uh, Hunter surprised me. Of course, Hunter is sort of a confident gentleman, let's say, in yes. himself. 
So I didn't get the sense that he was surprised at himself after the race, which I'm not surprised at, that he wasn't surprised. Wow. Yes. I was surprised. Yes. He was better than I thought. He won one main event. He... I don't know what happened in the second one, but he lost the tail. He definitely lost today in the second one. He lost the tail a little bit. But uh, I was surprised at Hunter. He was really good. And, um, you know, I kind of have him as a 5-10 to 10 guy in, in, in Anaheim, um, which is nothing to be ashamed of. And he may still be there. And I'm not taking, making massing, massive judgments off of one race in Paris, short lap times and everything. But, yeah, man, pretty impressive. Yeah, he was tidy. Didn't make many mistakes. Looked comfortable. Like made, made a big one in the whoops. But yes, yes, yeah. That With, was without my inflatable tough block there. What? Sorry, your inflatable. Yeah, tough I'm a block. tough block advocate. So I've I've mentioned the blow up tough blocks before. You have, but I don't think you can claim them. I'm not claiming them, but I'm just advocating. for Okay, them. you didn't reference your nets at all this weekend. Yeah, they we, were there, red, we're, colored for we're the first time. On, we're moving on. Oh, okay. Um. Don't like to dwell on your past success. No, we just we look forward to the next one. Uh, without that inflatable one there, Hunter, that would have been a serious crash, honestly. Like, in trouble. Yeah, even with the inflatable one there, I don't understand how it wasn't more serious. Yeah. Or if he was a couple of centimeters to the right, he mm-hmm. would have hit the freestyle ramp, I yeah. guess. Like, yeah. Yeah. It could have gone bad in so it, many directions. In my exclusive with him after the race... I said, was it Tixier crashing that screwed that up because you were a little unsure? And then he said, no. By the time I was thinking about Tixier and which way to go, the ride was on. And meaning bucked sideways and and off. In my exclusive with Mm -hmm. him after the race, Mm -hmm. I said to him that I saw that crash for the first time in a replay that I was watching with Jeremy Sewer. And Sewer watched the replay and went, oh, he basically saved it. I was like, excuse me? What? <laughs> yes, like, no, he nearly died. Yeah. Like, complete yeah. other end of the spectrum. And he agreed that he doesn't Jeez. know what Sewer was smoking. No, when. no. How about Sewer had his girlfriend there, and I said, is that your girlfriend? And then he brought her over, but then never said anything about her? It was like That was game. the point where he was supposed to be like, hey, guys, this is Lewis, or maybe he doesn't know my name. So maybe he didn't, like, it's possible he doesn't know my name, for real. It was like real. an auction. Yeah. He was just bringing her up. <laughs> Like, here, just have a have a look, gentlemen. Do you like what you see? There was like thirty seconds of silence. Yeah, it was awkward. Like we all made eye contact. Yeah, like I just didn't, I didn't know whether I, to start. I bet. I bet. Yeah, he didn't know what the didn't know my name to introduce me because I was the one who brought it up. Like, hey, is that your girlfriend? Or maybe. And yeah, because I don't know what I would do in that awkward situation. It's possible. Like, this is Lewis and this is man. Yeah, like he doesn't probably know me. Like he knows who I knows my face, but yeah. he doesn't really know my name, right? So, anyways. That was weird. Sewer's analysis of his crash is also weird because he did not save it. Yes. He, uh, he went down hard. And then at one point, uh, he hit another rider, a track worker in front of him when he got yeah. up. And then Myrtle got yeah. him. I, I didn't uh, see this, Myrtle. but I heard that Myrtle was Myr- Myrtle was on the side of the track helping him. It was odd. Yeah, that was, um, that was a blip in yeah. an otherwise picture-perfect weekend. Yeah. Like I said, I was impressed. He rode really well. Yeah, yeah. like I agree with you. All of this talk about Hunter on a 450, I've said uh, 5 to 10, maybe a couple of fourths here and there. Sure, yeah, or podium, whatever. Yeah, but, but yeah. like, ultimately, yeah. a seventh place guy consistently. Yeah. Um, now, I'm, I'm, I'm there. Like, yeah. yeah, he can do... If he comes out and wins Anaheim 1, I won't be shocked because this has kind of alluded to the fact that he can do it. I would be shocked if he won Anaheim okay. 1, but... <laughs> Maybe not win a win a race, but yeah, he was really good, and um, there wasn't you know he was better than Webb all weekend yep. long. Yeah, and even when he was battling with Jet and Kenny, he didn't look out of place. No, battling with two of the most amazing riders in the sport, he looked like he belonged in that group. It yep. wasn't like yeah, oh wow, this guy is hanging on for dear life to stay with them. Yep, yep. No, I agree. Yeah, he looked pretty good. Um. So that was that was impressive, and Webb we covered a little bit. Webb needs, Webb's not quite in his prime physical shape he needs to be in. He's got some work to do. Yes. Did, so did he mention to you about detuning in, the bike? In my exclusive? Yes. He did not mention in my exclusive, but I talked to him last night at the burger place. Oh. Which, again, I think he, had a, I think he, got, I think he got a burger. Okay. Noted. But, yeah. We talked all about, all about the motor, and he, Eli's bike is way too fast. You need to settle. They need to slow it down. Like Eli's settings are way too fast. Yeah, slow my bike down. Get it more to stock. Yeah, 
Yeah, because yeah, he he told me that on Friday, and that was basically the reason why SMX was average. Yeah. I wonder if maybe that's why his starts weren't great. But then you mentioned the yeah. triangle thing. But yeah. I, I thought maybe he had taken power away no. and now was realizing that that doesn't work for the start. No, I don't believe so. Okay. I, don't, I think it was a technique change okay. as what watching Aranda. Yeah. Well, I mean, who does? As we all do. Right. As, as, Aranda. Um, Aranda was like a new guy today. Yeah. Whereas Superass seemed to get, <laughs> seemed to get Epstein Barr overnight. <laughs> yeah. And, or, or Aranda got cured of Epstein Bar overnight. They swapped Epstein Bar. I don't know, but Aranda was a different guy today, yeah. and Subs wasn't as if good. If you could put yeah. them together, yeah. you'd have one heck of a weekend. Yeah. But Aranda topped Super Bowl. First guy to beat Jet all weekend. Mm-hmm. What if Aranda had gone to Iron Man to stop the streak? Great, great question. Yeah. Listen, man, I've come to a lot of these races, 15 or 16 of these in a row now, and Aranda, in this day, on a Cowie, I think maybe it was a Bud Cowie. I think it was a Bud Racing Cowie. He ran with Barsha. He ran with all the top American guys. He never won, but he gave him fits. He led laps. I've seen Aranda a long time ago, but I've seen him show some some speed. Yeah, I feel like and Aranda. And of course. Oh, of course. He was there. I know. Yeah. Um, I feel like Aranda and Superass haven't been that good in a while. Yes, I'd agree. Like, I've kind of had written them both off as, okay, yeah. they are now just right. existing. Ramat, same. Ramat's yeah. not the same guy anymore. Yeah. Justin Hill? So, what was your impressions of Justin Hill, Lewis? Well, I was shocked to hear that he was here <laughs> at 4 p.m. on Sunday. Um, I, for people who are listening, I said, dude, to Lewis, like, what's going on with Justin Hill? And Lewis said, quite honestly, I have not seen him once all weekend long. Honestly, I don't... Did he Did he race? He did race. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Pass. It, well, listen, he hurt his back yesterday i heard and he walked off he didn't practice he didn't finish practice or didn't finish one race i think he had a back problem and it showed justin hill was nowhere to be seen um near the front at all at any point at all he was kind of um similar in abu dhabi so i wonder if it's maybe a like okay issue that keeps flaring up i don't know i don't talk to him much (laughs) no We need a Justin Hill whisperer. You know yeah. who likes who Justin Hill likes? Who? Dark. Oh, he does. Yeah. Well, we'll get dark on this. I've heard, I heard this only recently. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they're like fairly tight. We we all need a guy, and if that's Dark Sky, then it's Dark Sky. Um. So yeah, rough weekend for Justin Hill. Uh, Justin Starling had a shock problem. Seemed to haunt him all weekend. Did all the jumps, but then he told me today it still wasn't fixed. So. Say la vie for Justin Starling. He he said he he did interesting point though in my exclusive with him. He did you get him? No. Oh, I realized that when we were having dinner. Oh, and we so were talking about interviews. I was my like exclusive mm. with Justin Starling. Uh, we'll get to my exclusive. Okay. He said that he was uh, one point out of tenth overall, and he had a bonus for top ten. So he was bummed. Think about over six main events. Like how just one position or yeah. whatever like would have made a difference. Like, you know, you're, you're racing six times, but yeah. So answer me this. Um, you would know better about this than me. Uh, like, Jet Lawrence gets a bonus for winning this. No. No? No, I don't believe so. Okay. So I heard yesterday that he does get a bonus. And I was like, that's the first I've ever heard. Does that come from Paris? Does that come from the manufacturer? First I'd ever heard of there being a bonus based on Paris results. Uh, maybe a Honda? Bonus. I don't think these guys pay. They just get. They just get flat amount. Yeah. Okay. That would make sense. Yeah. Unless maybe um, because Who the Lawrence's told you? were Someone coming. That would know. Yeah. It was. Like, I was in the Honda area. Oh. Okay. Um. Maybe because the Lawrence's came on a pre-agreed contract from four years ago. Yeah. Maybe that was put in there. Like, hey, maybe have a, have maybe. a bonus if you do I well. Mean, I've heard of them giving extra money to riders who are here on low-budget deals. Like, I think McAdoo came here yeah. for two grand and then won, and they gave him another two grand. Things like that. Yeah. Like, guys who are on low money. I think oh, I think Brayton's got a story of getting a bonus because he did really well here. Back in the day yeah. when he was a greasy privateer. Yeah. But when you're the elite guys, I don't think there's bonuses for those guys. Yeah, I was, like I say, that was the first okay. I'd well, ever heard of it. The last time I saw their agent, he was wearing a giant gold medal around his neck and claiming that he got it for being agent of the year. We had a great um, a great conversation with the agent and Sewer and <laughs> us yeah. last night. Yeah. There was a lot of, um, the vibes were high 
in that conversation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Lucas Myrtle. Uh, Mertz paid for dinner last night. Yes. At the burger truck. But then took $100 from me. Which needs to come to me. I don't know what your deal was. He I don't... said to you, if you lose the bet to pay me directly. Did he acknowledge that your bet was legit, though? Yes. I don't even know. Like, yeah. your bet seems stupid. Yeah. You guys bet $100 on who would walk out of a motorhome first. Yeah. Like, that was the bet. Yes. It was, to be honest, it was maybe the most fun of the weekend. Because for 10 minutes, we were just watching the door. And every time, like, the blind would flicker, we'd sit up. <laughs> so, if he acknowledges that the bet was real... That you guys bet on who hundred dollars on who would walk out the door first? He wanted me to do double or nothing. <laughs> so if you like, you don't do double on double or nothing on a deal that wasn't yeah official. So then Lucas and I, without knowing anything, and I really blew this. The there was a French international race in the afternoons, both afternoons yeah. before the night show, and Myrtle just said, "I'll take the the odds for numbers, and you take the evens, just the rider's number, odds or even." And I'm like, sure. Like, I don't know. I didn't even think about it. And then, god damn it, the top six were all even numbers. You had or Josh Varese. Yeah. Lucas had the field. So I had even numbers. I had Varese, yeah. 42. He had odd numbers. And the top six were all odds. And I had no shot of winning. He had um, Dupre. Dupre. And everybody. Sue. Yeah. Do. Right. Do, Sue. <laughs> all of them. Um, Brian Sue won a race. Yes. And then... Crashed out the next one. And he he won the race, gradually got worse, and then four hours after his final race of the weekend, we just see him sprinting yeah. <laughs> through the stadium. It's the mystery continues. <laughs> I don't know if he was trying to escape yeah. some sort of, like maybe he thinks someone's after him. Yeah, that, that could that, be that explains his I, career. I don't know. Hey Factory Suzuki, <laughs> I'd like to stick around, but there's a man chasing me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off to the next thing. Um Getting into, uh, so we covered Starling and Hill and the top guys. Uh, SX2, Joe Shimoda show all weekend long. The only races he didn't win were the ones he got bad starts in. And in one of them, he came from 13th to 3rd, I think. Uh, So that was a great ride by him. The other one, 7th to 2nd or something. And then he won all the rest of them uh, really rather easily. Like Joe Shimoda was the class of the field. Yeah, he um, he had two identical days. Two moto wins each day, and then one race where he came from, like you say, yeah. um, lower half of the field to third. Yeah. He was, I was bracing myself for an epic Shimoda Vial battle, thinking that SX2 was just going to be I, it. I did too. Coming into this race, yeah. I promoted that. I'm like, ooh, that should be good. Like, sh- Honestly, I think I would have bet on Vial coming in. Really? Yeah. Because, okay. yeah. I don't know, I just felt like Vial would be spicy. Um, Shimoda's, yeah. uh, Shimoda's first race on a Honda. You don't know how that's going to go. But, yeah, it was the Shimoda show. And oh. I don't even feel like... I don't feel like Joe dominated because Joe was the best Joe that he's ever been. I saw a few mistakes and a few... Yeah. I feel like he could have been better. It was more a comment on how everyone else didn't deliver, maybe? I think you're right. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. it was... Vial got second. The results are going to say Vial got second overall on the weekend. But, yeah. Um, Did you bring your panic button from America? No, because I'm not going to do that on. I'm not going to do that based on Paris oh, in November. Okay, but okay. holy smokes, Jace Owen was basically the same as him. Yep. Uh, uh, Bourdon was better than him today. Yep. Um. Yeah. Was there somebody else yesterday? I feel like there was. I think there who were. would it have been? Maybe just Owen. I feel like someone didn't race today, but raced yesterday for some no, reason. But. No. But Vial struggled in the whoops. Got a little better on today than he was yesterday. I think the whoops got a little easier. But overall, Tom Vial's weekend, like I'm, again, he got second to Joe Schmoto. So if you're just looking at the results, you're like, eh, he didn't ride well. Yeah, similar to Kenny. Like you watched him, and there were just little mistakes here and there. It was very untidy. There was it just never had momentum. Was never going in the right direction. I don't know why. Maybe the pressure of being a Frenchman in Paris for the first time. I mean, he's um, been in a winner takes all situation for a world championship. Mm-hmm. So I would think that he knows how to handle pressure. Yeah. I don't know. But I feel like Vial's Supercross season was not as bad as what we saw this weekend. I agree. I agree. Like, his Supercross was okay. Based on what he did this weekend, in Supercross, he will be 15th. And he was better than 15th <laughs> yeah. in um, yeah. 2023. This was not a good weekend. Again, French kid in front of the French fans. Maybe there was some of that. I don't he know. He was last in Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. There was nothing good about the weekend. No, no, absolutely not. So he's got some work to do for sure. Uh, Jason Owen was really impressive yesterday. Today he had tightened up. Uh, did you talk to him? No. Oh, exclusive interview. Yep. Jay we'll get Owen, to mine. Well, Jason Owen hurt his back, and uh, his back got worse and worse throughout the day. And he said it's something that bothered him last week too a little bit. So the back really got to him. He faded in the last one. So Jace Owen's day was really good yesterday and not so good today, but lots of speed shown. If you're Jace Owen, you're like, hey, when my back didn't hurt, I was running with Vial and Shimoda. He was basically the same as Vial in second or third all over Vial with Shimoda up front. Yeah, you know? and he came into today two points behind Joe in the Prince of Paris standings. Yeah. And before a bike had hit the track, I had not ruled out the idea of Owen straight up winning the overall. Yeah. Like exactly. he was that good where yeah. I was like, this could happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ultimately, it didn't yeah. at all. And ultimately, he was happy in my exclusive interview because he rode with the factory guys. But yeah, didn't have a great day today. So, does this like mean anything for Owen? Like, as in, no. but does it make you go, or not you, but does it make the industry go, well, if we give him a bike? No. Okay. He's too old. He's had shots. What about Bourdon? Are we giving him a bike? No, okay. I don't think we are. Are okay. we? No. No. I think he's older. Um, I think he's like 42. Despre's been all right in World Supercross. Yeah. I felt like Despre was better in Abu Dhabi than Abu, Abu Dhabi than he was today. Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, I think he's third in World Supercross points. Right. So, yeah, he's legit there. But this weekend? Not no, so, yeah. yeah. I honestly feel like I saw nothing good. Yeah. So um, The Frenchies not delivering in SX2. Maybe that was part of the reason the crowd was was down. Um, they were depressed. So okay, so that's again. Shimoda looks great. I'm not gonna like with Hunter or with Jet. I'm not gonna overreact. But he looks really good on the Honda. Yeah, yeah. But there were some negatives. I think that he rushed some situations that weren't there. And if in, the, in the last bit, main, he did for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think he did it yesterday as well, or was it today? And I saw it another time. And he even admitted, without me even like prompting him, he said, "I need to get better at being patient and yeah. reading the race and letting it come to me." Blah blah blah. Right. Well, we we saw him in L.A. He's dirty rider, so we saw in yeah. L.A. Like he can do it. You know, well, you get that impression when you talk to him. Just, <laughs> yes, yeah. I feel like I'm going to be mugged at any moment. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, by the way, fly racing, flyracing.com. Thank you to those guys. Motorsport.com, Coba Links, Renthal, and Maxis all on board with us on this show as well. I don't have the reads in front of me, but I mean, Maxis.com, Renthal.com, Motorsport.com, Cobalinks.com. Use the code. They're know. all great. Yeah, they're all great. It's all great. So in the pits, mm-hmm. Wildcat Racing team manager was here. Oh, yep. I and I wondered that. if he flew in to do a sponsor deal with you. Oh, re-up maybe. Lorenzo. No, oh. um, the Euro guy who like kind of took all the credit oh, and Lorenzo thought, wasn't stoked. And, I thought know. Lorenzo's mom was team manager. I don't know what his title okay, is. Okay. The guy, you, you know, the guy who came from Europe and kind of took all the credit and then Lorenzo was kind of like, no, it's the my ball team. guy? Uh, no, the Czech oh. guy. Oh. JT's friend. Um, Drani oh. or something. I thought he was bald. Okay. No, anyways. he's got like luscious locks. Oh, so he's here. Yes. And oh. scouting talent. Oh. I heard he um, put an offer for Jet in. Okay. Front of Lucas. Yeah, right. We also had the World Supercross investors here. Yeah, I heard that. I didn't see them, but Eric said they were here. Yeah, they tapped me on the shoulder, and I was like, oh, "Oh, buddies. Oh, wow. They said something to me, and I'm not sure if it was positive or negative. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure, to be honest. (laughs) If it was positive, we're basically best friends, and if it was negative, we're definitely not. So stay tuned so for that, that. They tapped you. They said something, and you just yes. shrunk. You, you were I like just over did the in normal the like I don't hear. So I went ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, but no, they were both here, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah, uh, I think one of them's French or Swiss or something. South, so. South African, and then do you know? I mean, no, sorry, South American. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, do you know? And maybe you know too much. So originally there was a discussion about Paris and World Supercross joining forces. Yes, but Tony Cochran essentially destroyed it. Is that slowly making its way back onto the table? I think Adam would like that, and I think his attitude would have changed. When they yes. were talking about it, World Supercross says, you pay us to be part of our series, and Paris was like, ha, 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 ha. you pay us. Like, why do we care? Yeah. You know, we don't need you. And I think Paris is right. Yeah. We don't, the 40 years of this race, they do not need World Supercross endorsement or be part of it. But Adam needs the, Adam could use this building and this race absolutely for one of his races. So, 
there should be some sort of agreement on my, in my opinion, on World Supercross to be part of this. Yeah, I just wonder if how the initial conversations went two years ago. Well, they both thought the other one should be paid. Yeah, so I wonder if that door is just like firmly shut. No, 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 no. I mean, I saw Eric talking to the investors at points. Yeah, yeah. It was all very cordial. Right. So right. um, And then I got an exclusive of my own. Oh, with Josh Fariz. Oh, okay. Well, my bad on that. The um, Uh, so the floor is open. So. Hit me. Uh, so Varese and Thomas Doe raced a Stark. They practiced. They raced a Stark in the afternoon French race, not allowed at night. And I don't know why, because I was told the afternoon race is the actual French Supercross Tour. Yes, it was. So, so why would you not let them an exhibition race at night? That's exactly what I said to Varese. Why were you allowed to compete in a championship and not the race that ultimately was for fun? Right. He had no idea. Okay. I think they were expecting to be in the main race, and then that was, like, squashed on Friday. Oh. Because so, they were on the entry list. Like, oh, on the Paris okay, Supercross yeah, yeah, yeah. website, they were on the SX2 entry oh, list. so you do have an exclusive there. And then yeah. our friend, Adam Wheeler, yep. said to me this week, yeah, they're out. And I was like, no. And then I, when I saw the bikes, I sent him a photo. I was like, you're an idiot. Turns out Adam knows yeah, his stuff. Right. And they were out of the main show. You know why? Because... Ben from yes. Stark is Adam's buddy. Adam and Adam is deep in electric bikes. I did a podcast with Adam this week, and I said, "What do you want to talk about?" And he said, "Electric bikes." Oh wow! I was, I was like, oh, okay. I, I just said to him, "I have nothing." <laughs> so, does he want to talk about e-bikes, mountain bikes? Because maybe, yeah. I mean, I'm in, I'm a deep into those, and I, I would like to be if I can get so, a deal on one. Uh, surprisingly, like Vries is an all day long top ten 250 supercross rider. Yes, maybe top five, and. You know, as top 10 nationals before. And on a Stark, he could barely get top 10s. I think he got a fifth today. He got a good start today. But yeah, today was quali- definitely better. Between qualifying and the races, he he wasn't good. And But Thomas Doe got two hole shots on the Stark, which is more expected. Yeah, I think we all think that the electric bikes get starts. Um, I don't know about Varese. He was kind of coy with like... He didn't want to say what he struggled with or what he liked. It was all... <laughs> well, it sounds like quite an exclusive. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I really missing out. I don't, <laughs> I don't have much to give you, to be honest. Um, he said that the starts were weird because he didn't do a start before he came here. Oh, that seems like a bad <laughs> idea on a bike that you literally, the only way you can start is by turning yeah, the like, throttle. That sounds scary yes, to me. Yes. <laughs> you turn the throttle and who knows? Yeah. Like, yeah. Halfway could be... Max speed, like yeah, backflip level. Right. Um, but no, he, he's got, he's done with Stark now, but it sounds like there could be something there. Were you invited to the Stark event in October? No. They invited me and other premier media oh, okay. um, to fly to Barcelona, all expenses paid, for the launch of their race team. And then <laughs> probably cancelled. <laughs> they didn't even... There was no race team? <laughs> Essentially, they then cancelled the launch with a week to go. Oh. Um, I don't know if Varese is a part of that, officially. He's doing AMA Supercross on AJE, as okay. we know. And Bogle's on a Stark Racing, yeah. too. But I, messaged, I commented on Bogle's Instagram and said, Paris, question mark? Yeah. And he said, I wish. Yeah. But then why couldn't Bogle do the French championship? I don't know, man. The whole thing was weird. I didn't get the exclusive with Varese, <laughs> no. so I really missed out. A lot of knowledge in there. Yeah, as you yeah. can tell, I've got more questions yeah. than answers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really understand any of it. Like, what's for harm? Just let them race. And, and then, was it you who told me that in the French race, they actually are wild cards and not racing? Yeah, they don't get points, I guess, yeah. Which makes sense, because in the SX2 race, or the French SX2 race yesterday, Doe got a whole shot, led, and then the second that anyone got near him, he basically rode off the track. Oh, really? Okay, yes, and yeah. I was like, oh, so, is he yeah. scared of like battling? Right. But he yeah. obviously didn't want to get involved in a race he isn't in. Um, it seems like they're really making progress with racing for Stark in events. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. Bogle's racing too, so I don't know. Um, Paris Supercross 2023 recap. Did some TV with Paul Malin. It was your TV debut? Yes. As I understand? Yes, the first time I've been in the commentary booth. Oh. I've done uh, the studio show in MXGP, okay. which is top-notch television. Yep. Um, my first time in the commentary booth. And what do you think? Honestly, 
I give myself 10 out of 10. Oh, wow. No, oh. <laughs> oh, my. Honestly, phenomenal. <laughs> no. Why do you think... So, I did it too. I followed yeah. you, of course. You know, you're the opener. I'm, you're yeah. the warm-up act. I made sure I... to use all of my hot takes yeah. so that anything you came out with <laughs> just looked like you just, were copying yeah. me. Everything you told me through the day, I've spilled. <laughs> that's, that's fucked. Uh, why weren't we invited back today? I don't know. What happened? When I asked you if you were invited back, I was very nervous that you were going <laughs> to yes. say yes. Oh, yeah. I'm in all day. But we ultimately just looked at each other in disappointment. Yeah, just, no. No, I didn't get the tap. I've, I swear every year recently. But every year and every I've night you done do it. both nights. Yeah. And I don't know. this year, no, not no second night. We um, we you fe- ruined it for everybody. <laughs> it was on MXGP TV, and we theorized that Luongo was sat at home. I came on, and he was like, "Okay, yeah, this is close to the line." Yeah, but I'm I'll not allow happy. It. I'm not that happy, yeah. but well, it's okay. And then Steve came on, and he was like, <laughs> yeah, "No, yeah, yeah. you you pushed it with Lewis, and this is <laughs> this has got to stop." <laughs> and, and then that was it. I don't know. I should ask Malin. Yeah. Ask Malin why we weren't. Well, home. and I wonder if Kenny and Jet went. Maybe I that was know. why. I don't think I highly so. doubt yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I asked Malin if he wanted JB up there because I went to lunch with JB. Yeah. JB wasn't – Justin Brayton injured his shoulder on Friday uh, practice, and then that was it. He never – he wrote out for opening ceremonies. That was it. So Brayton – how would Brayton have done? Where Where do you slot Brayton if he's healthy oh, on this weekend? I yeah. thought you meant um, on TV commentary. No. He would have just been uh, fifth on the – would he have beaten Webb? No. That's the question. I don't think he beats Webb, right? So he would have been fifth yeah. on the back of the American. Yeah, group. I think so, right? Yeah. I don't think he would have – maybe he maybe he would have beaten Webb yesterday. in one of those – Yeah, one of those races where Webb was half a lap behind. Yeah, yeah. And yesterday he was starting like ninth. Right. So if JB starts fourth, maybe that gives him the edge. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think yeah. he would be, like, battling Hunter, would he? So I don't think so. No. So then I asked Malin if he wanted JB in the booth, and then I forgot to look at my phone, and Malin said, hit me back right away and said, yes. Oh. But I forgot I asked Malin the question until halfway through the last main event, and I texted him and said, sorry, man, just saw this. I don't think JB's going to make it. <laughs> so, my bad. And you're here on behalf of the promoters as well. Yeah. And this is what it, you bring yeah, to the table. Yeah, this is what I do, Yeah. Uh, no answer back, by the way, on our thing. Um, what was our thing? Uh, our shuttles for tomorrow. Oh, I need to meet Eric. If Eric is listening to this, mm-hmm. hello, I hello. am here. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Lewis. Um, I really tried to meet you, but yeah. I, I just it didn't work out. Well, you know what? Uh, if you really wanted to meet him, you would have made it happen. That's what I, my dad would have told me back in the day. Okay. If you really wanted to, you would have made it happen. But you, I just didn't want it enough. You didn't want it enough. So, Well... Next year, I would really like a green band because nothing destroyed my confidence like the fact of arriving at the stadium and Steve being allowed through a door that they yeah. basically told me to go away. Yeah, well, I, I don't shit-talk promoters like you do. Neither do I. A- and so the promoters like me. In your interviews today, did you use any psychic powers? I did nothing. No, mind? I did nothing. I no. did. I, I just presented honest questions to honest answers, and, and that's what I got we my do. little... Um, Spinny wheel out. Oh, yeah, Kenny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said, so Kenny. Yeah. Tell me. Right. <laughs> also, uh, the guy that was with you at Vital. Yes. Your, your buddy. Sean. He talked more this weekend than I've ever heard him talk. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he's a big talker now. So, do you feel like um, you like him more than me now? Not yet, but it's getting there. Good okay. Dude. Yeah, um, good guy. We had uh, an unfortunate incident at lunch. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Where, so, um, Sean, I, you, Brayton, um, Yulo. At, yeah, what was the other guy's name? Mark. Okay. Brayton's band um, friend, Mark, and yeah. then Yulo. Oh, I didn't even know what his yeah. like, role was. Is yeah. that okay? Yeah. Um, and then we all had a lovely lunch, and then it came time to pay. So Brayton said, Which media outlet is paying? Mm-hmm. And there was kind of some hesitation there. Yeah, well, it's because Brayton bought dinner for me last night. Oh, okay. Here, so yeah. So I've, I've got screwed, even, I've got double screwed yeah. here. Yeah. Um, so then we ended up playing credit card roulette. And poor little Lewis. Mm-hmm. Got the waiter screwed. drew your card out of Brayton's hat, yep. and you had to pay for everything. First lunch. time in my life I've ever played credit card roulette. Oh, oh, really? Yes. Oh, so you're just the first time was your worst. Did you not hear me say, How does this work? No, I didn't oh. hear that part, but we were just moving on. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was rough. And that's also why I need my 100 bucks from the Lucas bet. <laughs> yeah, 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 good point. Um, um, but, yeah, you lost that. That was great. I, I've, I have a really good streak. I, I think I've only been caught once out of. 
ten or fifteen credit card roulettes in my life, and I've only gotten the the card once. Sleazy. So I'm good. Yeah. I think the really problem good. is my card is like bright green, mm. so he was always going to gravitate to it. No, he just looked in and just okay. shuffled it. He didn't really look. Yeah. I didn't watch because I couldn't. I was <laughs> it was too it. much for me. Um, disappointing aspect of Bercy was <sighs> for me. I saw JMB in the lobby oh. on Friday. Love JMB. He's just a legend. Shook his hand, asked him how he was. We talked a little bit about this should be a good race. He's like, yes, it should be. A little couple of small talk, and then kind of just he split. So I'm like, okay, well, it's no problem. I'm just JMB. He'll be around. Yep. Uh, and then he was around, and I never got a chance to talk to him. He was always in conversation. And then tonight, a few hours ago, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to interview JMB about Paris. And I saw him, and he was talking to somebody, and I'm like, okay, I'll go do this or that, but I'll circle around because I see him. Yep. I see him, and I circle around, and he's gone. So no interview with JMB. Very sm- little small talk on Friday. Generally, I speak to JMB for 10 minutes every Bercy, Paris, yep. and there was maybe two minutes. So, so ultimately, what you would say is versus how you came into this weekend, the JMB relationship is not as strong. Not as strong. And you un- you now have questions, and no, these won't be answered no, until no, Paris 2024. No, you know, like Anton looking ahead to the burger place okay. every year. I-, I look forward to JMB, and I'm fine with it. It's fine. He's a he's a mystery wrapped in a riddle. He's elusive, and it's fine. Okay. So, but I will say, I have emailed them twice to come on their re-raceables, and there's never been a reply. And then there was a sh- real short conversation on Friday. So you're out. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I, we're, we're good. It's, there it, should be no reason why we aren't good. Like, I didn't say anything. I would never talk shit on JMB. I would never say anything bad about JMB ever. Period. Well, Full maybe an English journalist got in there early on Friday oh. and said, Hey, man, oh. have you heard Pulp lately? <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> uh, Generally, though, if you're emailing JMB to go on re-raceables, if you're at the point with a rider where you're emailing, it's not going to work. Well, no, I mean, I don't have his phone number, so... Like, yeah, but if, if you say to someone like, hey, can I, um, can I do an interview with you? And they go, here's my email. Oh, no, 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 that doesn't work. Like, he's, he's over... I don't have his phone number. Okay. He's French. He's over here. Okay. Email's the best. Um, also, DV, not happy with me making jokes about his gray hoodie uh, on, on TV. Yep. Not the, happy. So he, then he switched to a black hoodie today. Which did look better. Yes, yes. He, he asked me. He said, I heard you talking shit. On my gray hoodie, I blacked today, and I'm like, okay, man, that's a little better. And um, following up from DV's last Pulp Show appearance, was it? Yeah. Or time before last? I think it was last one. Where he, no, time before last. Where he went at it with Lucas. Yes. They had a face-to-face meeting. Yes, so we saw him from a long way away, and Myrtle told us that he was just going to keep his head down and not even look at DMV, DV. Yep. But DV insistently called him over to talk to him, but never mentioned a word about the Pulp Show. Just said, hey, good job. Myrtle said he said good job. And that made his weekend. Yeah. Lucas is just um life's on the up. Can't yeah. do can do no wrong. No, no. He's got a gold medal. DV's talking to him. I um I would bets. talk I would talk to DV, but he scares me. Yeah. He knows who I am because when that Fred's app came out, I was the first motocross person on it. So I <laughs> went on there and I uh, fretted. Um, ah, first motocross Have you ever threaded again? No, no. <laughs> I put, first motocross person on threads, haha. And he replied to it. First time we've ever interacted. Yeah. He replied to it, Are you really a motocross person? And I was like, Oh. <laughs> oh, you're like, perfect. <laughs> oh. TV's talking shit on yeah. me. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. no. That's not good. Yeah, no. He's he's a legend. And him and Mertz talked. And Mertz talked tough about what he was going to say to DV. You know, months ago, if you ever yes. ran into DV, and it didn't appear to happen. <laughs> ultimately, he just cowered. Yes, in the ultimately, he just was like, "Yeah, man, cool, thanks." Yes, yeah. sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Feedback's full, sir. Yeah, I went. Did you see? I went right over there. Oh, yeah. I, I got in there. Yeah, yeah. You ditched our yeah. conversation. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I had to go talk to them. Yeah, that's true. Um, so we, yeah, we had a good conversation with Sewer, as we said. Oh boy, yep, we did. Yep, you were kind of the gooseberry there. What does that mean? You were there. No one really wanted you there. You, oh. were, you were there, but you know we were all kind of side eyeing each other. Like, oh, I wish he'd read the room and leave us to our privacy. Okay, well, that's fine. Yeah, well, that's too late for that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, you were very excited. We were making fun of you for your Jeffrey interview. Yeah, should we? Do, I think we can say what was said. Absolutely, we can. Um, 
we're making fun of you for a Jeffrey interview and how much you love Jeffrey. And then Mertz had maybe the line of the weekend where he said, you should put you, Lewis, should put your interview with Jeffrey up on Pornhub because then you can be like a UK man and a Dutch man. This is basically, if you listen to this interview, it's basically like they're 69ing each other. Yeah, he said, he said, um, you, you should, you should, if you want more views on your interview, yeah. you should put it on Pornhub with the title, Englishman sucks off Dutchman for two hours. Straight. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Yeah, it was. It was and great. I know he listened to that interview as well. So, yeah. Yeah. So like, it's not even like it's just a shot in the dark. Yeah. It's so yeah. So if opinion. you want to make some money, Lucas had a great suggestion and yeah. I back it. I, I agree. I didn't listen to the interview. No, of course but, not. But I, I back it because I guarantee you it, it was that. Yeah. It was fine. It was interview, fine. Interview of the year. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, anything else? Paris 20. Yeah, you're missing the big point. So one year from now, you and I are taking to the track in oh. a handlebar race. Yeah. So I love handlebar races. Always loved them. Ever since I was a kid. Huge fan of handlebar races. I like it when the dudes eat shit. Uh, yesterday, two dudes did on the backside of the triple. They were so exhausted. They just fell over and ate shit. I didn't see anybody crash today. Yes. But you said those Conan brothers... Yeah, Coonan brothers. The Coonans were in the it. race. Yes. Um, and then Thomas Doe, who previously raced on a Stark, <laughs> won the handlebar race. I don't know why the Coonans didn't win it. If I'm an MX2 GP winner, I'm sure as hell making sure I win the handlebar right, race. Right, right. And, and they jumped the gate. You yes. said that was one of them that jumped the gate. Yeah, they started the jumping of the gate. Should have been a red flag. Yeah. We don't want to come down on the promoters, but yeah, yeah. that was mismanaged. So we're going to do this next year. Honestly, I think. can you imagine? Like, It can be our World Vets thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I need to get training right away. I don't know how hard you're it younger, would be. You're younger. You're in better shape. I got problems. I don't know how hard it would be. I think, think it would be really based, hard. Based on the people eating shit. Yeah. Probably quite hard. Yeah. Probably really hard. But like but. we could do, um, this time next year we can do um like pre-race videos where we run up the steps like Rocky. Yeah. With bars in our hands. Yes. Yeah, yeah, always, yeah. Like there's yeah. a lot of material right, here. Right. Yeah. And even if like who cares about everyone else? We we're, we're a race within a race. Yeah. Like Dark and I. So yeah. yeah. So even if we just walk it <laughs> and they have to delay the rest of the program. <laughs> I mean, I may need CPR. It's, we it, could we could bring in new technology. Um, they've always talked about having like in helmet communication. Oh yeah, we, <laughs> we could test we, it. Yeah. <laughs> we could have like um, earpiece Bluetooth earpieces in. Yeah, and we can like communicate with a broadcast. Yeah, the, the communication will Let be. Let me tell you, these whoops, <laughs> these whoops are really big. Back to you, Ralph. But the communication will be <gasps> ambulance. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to make that happen. I think it would be yeah, funny. I think it would be great. Yeah. I bet you we can. We Look, I got a green armband, and I'm getting flown here by the promoters. I could get us like, in a handlebar race. You've done it all at Paris now. Yeah. Uh, commentated, yeah. been to old stadium, new stadium. I was in the opening ceremonies one year. Were you? Yep. With Nick Way back in the day. Oh, okay. I was, uh, I was, um, they were lowering us from the ceiling, and Nick had a gorilla mask on. We found a gorilla mask. Okay. Nick was and you just it. stood next to him, like, and I just stood next to him, like, like it's just like, uh, and then like we, he ran around like a gorilla. It was good times. That sounds incredibly awkward. Yeah, it was. So weird. it wasn't as good as we thought it would be. So the only box yeah. left for you to tick mm-hmm. is participant. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. I'm worried that I'll get performance anxiety. But I've got a year to work on that, so I'll you, get together with my again, therapist. You're younger, you're fitter, you're, you you would be the heavy favorite going into our race, but maybe not. It, maybe it'll be tortoise yeah. in the hair. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, stay tuned, folks, for that. I think it would be good. All right. I just worry that like, we'll make a fool of ourselves how everyone's running off and we're just walking. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I my competitive desire would probably overrun my... Stamina and I would eat shit. Well, this is what I was thinking with tortoise and the hare. I know that I would get so wrapped up in it that I would go. Yeah. And then halfway down the start, you, yeah, you're, like, oh, no. you're like, oh, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So that, but I think that should be, that should happen. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, final big news from the weekend. Mm-hmm. A lot of sphere talk on Friday. Mm-hmm. None since. Yeah. Replaced with cat fighting. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, so, uh, but like you got under, you guys got to understand something. Like Kiefer, everybody getting on me about the sphere. I'm not going up to people and saying, "Hey, check out the sphere." 
I am not. People are coming to me and being like, Vegas F1 race, and then the sphere is part of it. So, hey, how's that F1 thing and the sphere? And then if presented, I will get into the sphere. But I'm not going around. Like you're, you're, you had a giant, a real hit Photoshop. <laughs> that was funny. But that's not me. I am certainly happy to talk about the sphere, <laughs> but only for people who are interested. You Otherwise, I'm not going. I'm not going up to JMB and being like, "Let me show you the sphere." Like, you have to show some interest in the sphere for me to bring up my experience. But if you do bring it up, heaven help you, you're going to see a lot of stuff. I um, I look at you like a Jehovah's Witness, but for the sphere, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I, no, because they're just knocking on random doorbells. I'm that's, not doing kind of you. I'm not doing that. I, I, you got to bring it up with okay. me for me to talk about it. But people are bringing it up to me. Well, my favorite part on Friday was we were talking about the sphere in the aforementioned conversation where you ran off to see DV and Lucas. Yeah. So that broke our sphere conversation. Okay, yeah. I then started walking around, walked past you and DV within earshot, and I heard you go, yes, the tickets are roughly 500 <laughs> Yes, which is because exactly what you told me 10 minutes ago. Because he asked me about the sphere. We were talking about Tool. He loves Tool playing the sphere, and Myrtle loved Tool. So they, had, they bonded over Tool, the band. Yes. You, know, you ever heard of them? Uh, yeah, you, oh. that's been mentioned on Pulp a okay. few times. All right. I've never heard so, of them apart from that. Right. So that's how that got brought up. But yes, I was showing DV the Sphere videos. Yeah. It's, it's nice that you have a hobby. Yeah. And so now, then on Saturday during the downtime, my wife and I exchange cat videos <laughs> on Instagram back and forth. And so now my Instagram feed is full of cats. Mostly we really like the cats that beat the fuck out of the other cat. Like they just smack them. Cats yeah. just smack so we love that more than anything, cat violence. And we share those, and so they're all over my Instagram feed. If we can't get into the handlebar race, maybe we each train a fighter cat. And then in the downtime, we face each other on the start straight yeah. and unleash our yeah. villain yeah. and Good. see who comes out on top. Yeah. I mean, we could do it. I was I opened the gate. I dropped the gate for a wiener dog race once. Yeah, we could, Or merge the two ideas, like Mario Kart. <laughs> we can have a fighter cat. During the handbar race that we can throw on oh, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'll be about to win. <laughs> attacked by a cat. Yeah. Good idea. It's all things full we of them. Do. Right. It, honestly, at this point, we will be running. We will have our own Paris event. Uh, we could do it. We could do it. Um, well, thanks. Thanks for doing this. Thank you for people for listening. And uh, I guess the big takeaway is Anton loves his French burger trucks. And Jet Lawrence is awesome. Yeah. The, the way to sum it up, Jet's stock went up. Yes? Yeah. Kenny's stock... Neutral. Yes. Hunter's went up. Yep. Coop's down. Down. Um, Joe, up. Up. Tom down. Tom down. Bordon up. Bordon up. <laughs> Owen up. <laughs> Anton's burger love up. Justin Hill wayward. <laughs> just, just, nobody knows. Um, Brian Sue... Missing. <laughs> yeah. Just no comment. Uh, yeah, that sums it up. Right. Colin Park's appetite up. We actually didn't talk about Colin Park as a racer at all. Yeah, we didn't. No. <laughs> yeah. I, nah, whatever. He got fifth or something. Yes. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. It's late. It's Paris. We're tired. Uh, appreciate you listening. And uh, thanks uh, to the Fly Racing guys, of course, for sponsoring this and, and the rest of the guys. And uh, Lewis Phillips from Vital MX. I'm Steve Mathis. We're out. <laughs>